Hey y'all, it's Tarkeisha. Welcome to the Think Yourself Crazy Podcast, a podcast about all things overthinking. Here, we'll share information about overthinking, we'll share tips to stop overthinking, we will even discuss tips that will help you tame your thoughts. But most of all, I'm excited about getting you involved. Yep, you get to be a part of the podcast with me by sharing your overthinking stories and questions. It's quite simple. All you have to do is click the link to the jot form in the show description, and it's a few one-two steps to get your story and our question submitted. Often, you will hear me remind you that you too are worth best case scenario. So, without further ado, let's jump into today's episode. Hey y'all, hey there, all right, this is the third time trying to start this recording and I think I'm going now, so good. Hey there, happy, 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 look, happy whatever day it is that you receive this podcast. If it's Sunday evening, if it's Monday, if it's Tuesday, happy whatever the day of the week it is that this reaches you. I am behind. Um, as you guys know, I should have delivered on this past Tuesday, which was March um, 21st. But you know, as one of my clients told me last week, life be life and life be life and, and believe it or not. And I'm sure you guys believe because I get to share a little bit more of my life with you. But life happens to me too. And, you know, the last couple of weeks, that thing had me hanging on, you know, hanging on for a dear life. Like, okay, just get me to the next day. All right, you made it through this day. Let's get to the next day. But nevertheless, I am here late and truly apologetic. But I think that this episode is worth the wait. I think that you all will enjoy it. At least I hope you will. So, um, let me just catch you guys up. Then I'm going to give you a little spill because we got guests today and I do not want to hold you all too long. Disclaimer, disclaimer number one, this uh, podcast is probably for the more mature audience. I'm not completely sure the way that this um, conversation will go, especially once we start digging into the D of overthinking. Um, but I want the, the D of the old fudget in overthinking. I want to give you an advance notice if you're listening with your children, or if this is something that you've allowed your child to have a part of their therapeutic journey. Remember in conjunction with true therapy, I do want you to know that we're going to talk about some things that get a little deep sex where it's going to be a part of the conversation today. Um, and so it's for the mature audience. You, If you don't want your children to hear, pause it, listen to us later whenever you're alone. Or if this is an episode that, you know, you don't want your younger child who regularly listens to the podcast to um, listen to, make sure you are monitoring that they don't have access to it. Okay. It is going to be out there. It's not going to be raunchy or nasty. It is going to be done intact and classy because I mean, intact and classy, intact and with class, because the truth of the matter is sex is a real thing, you know, and it is something that I believe it affects our thinking and we'll talk about all that. But I did want to go ahead and preface it, preface this episode with 
It is for the mature viewer, listener, okay? Um, the second thing that I wanted to say is it's going to be a longer episode. So I'm doing the opening now, and then we're going to have the guests join in, and we're going to have a conversation. But I really do think it's going to be good. I do try to keep the episodes at a reasonable um, time frame. You know, if it's too much for one sitting, break it up and listen to it a couple episodes. But y'all, listen to the full thing, you know. We're going to have some really good conversation today, and I think that you guys will, one, enjoy, but I also believe there will be a lot of gems shared that you'll be able to implement in your own everyday life. All right, so before we jump into that, let me update y'all. So the last time we spoke, I told y'all I was going to on a trip, and I did. And it was interesting, and it's part of the reason why this podcast is a little late, but I do believe it worked out because I later had the idea to bring guests in on this episode. But I went to Accra, Ghana, and y'all, it was truly an experience. Um, Travel with some of my friends that I always travel with, but two new people, and it was an amazing trip from start to finish. Like just the vibes, the conversations, the interactions, you know, the support, the love, you know, the sisterhood, the last. Y'all know, if one thing I'm tell you, if you are with me and we are vibing and we're able to have a good time, we're going to laugh because that's what I do. I like to laugh. I like to tell jokes. Um, I've probably said this before. I would like to be a comedian. I don't have a whole bunch of joke, jokey jokes, you know like knock knock who's there or what did this say to this but i have life real life stuff from my own personal life from interaction with my clients interaction with my friends just my experiences in different avenues of life that are funny and so i could be like like you know tell jokes about my life or tell funny stories about my life but anywho we had an amazing time man y'all but i'm not sure that i'll go back to ghana I mean, I had a good time. We made the best of every part of that experience. There were some really, really educational moments. I was talking to a friend when I got back, and we were both like, okay, we're we're done with history trips. Just give me the resort. But I mean, really and truly, I really enjoy learning. And I was telling my friends when we were, uh, we visited the castles where the slave trades happened in um, Accra or Ghana. It was in Cape Coast. And we were telling, um, we were saying how we really do enjoy, like we like to have fun, but it's really interesting. And I was telling them that if I would have just listened in school, some of this information, I probably would have known. Not everything, but there are some things that I know for a fact was taught in school because it was, you know, familiar to me. I just did not give it all that I should have given it in school. But anywho, I'm going to grow up one day and do the right thing. Uh, well, I, I guess as I'm learning things now, I need to really pay attention and retain it so that my future children can, you know, have a value of education and I can even pass on some of these things that I'm learning. But so, yeah, that was great. Um, took me an extra two days to get home. My flight was canceled in Africa twice. And it was really sad because no one had urgency in getting us home. And it was almost like a fend for yourself, figure it out. Y'all, we're in a whole, like, not only are we in another country. We are on, excuse me, a completely different continent, and we were left to basically figure it out. Well, thank God we made it home. <laughs> you know, no bruises, no scratches, a little tighter, did not have as much time between 
um, returning home and actually starting back to work to rest as much as I plan to. But, you know, things happen the way they happen for a reason. And I personally just am glad to be back home. You know, they're all great things. My pups are there. All of my stuff is at home. <laughs> and y'all are here. Now, I could have brought y'all to Ghana with me, but I like talking to y'all at home. In this, this has become my favorite little spot to podcast. Um, but anywho, not gonna tear too long because I'm already seven minutes in just blabbing about life. I hope that you guys are well. I hope that you guys are taking care of yourself. I hope that you are enjoying the longer days, getting some more sun, getting outside and being active, you know, not just staying cooped up in the house. We are on the brink of spring. I am excited about it because I'm not a fan of cold weather. Uh, spring is is about my time of year. Of course, I love summer, but sometimes it does get too hot. Anyway, let's jump in. If you have been listening, you know that we're in the midst of a series, Old Fudget, where we're an effing overthinker, right? And so we're dealing with the fudge of overthinking. So we talked about the F and the U. In the previous two, uh, in two episodes before this one, so if you have not listened, I urge you to go back and check it out. Uh, but today we're dealing with the D. Yes, the D of overthinking. And I think I mentioned the last time I was sure about one of the Ds, but I was not completely sold on all the other Ds. Well, let me tell you, they start flowing to me. And then that very last D that you guys saw, if you looked already on social media, yeah, that came to me uh, after the podcast was planned out. And I was like, definitely have to add that one in. So here's how the flow will go today. I'm just going to give um, some background information as it relates to the four Ds that we're dealing with. There are a lot of other D words that can be considered, but these are the four that we're going to, um, you know, take on for this particular episode. I'm going to give you some background. I'm going to, you know, kind of explain the deeds. And then my friends are going to, my friends, colleagues, you know, sisters, people that I'm really, really cool with, um, have some educational and vocational background, and then also relationships with these individuals, we're going to have a conversation and really talk about how these one affect our lives, affect the lives of those that we encounter and what we can do to combat these D's to work through these D's. So the first D that you saw was dissatisfaction. And I, when I look up dissatisfaction, it says the lack of satisfaction. That's the definition. So it's the lack of being satisfied, the lack of being fulfilled, not getting what you want, you know, not um, being content. So dissatisfaction is uh, defined as the state of being unhappy, which we talked about unhappiness, remember, or the thing causing the unhappiness. So we're dissatisfied, either we're unhappy, we're, we're unhappy, or we are dissatisfied with the thing that's causing the unhappiness, the job, the relationship, the financial issues, okay? Those things cause us to be dissatisfied. How many of you struggle with dissatisf dissatisfaction? I did the poll and we had a good number of people who struggle. Let me see if I can go back to the poll real quick. 
just from the few people, it wasn't a whole lot, but we had a, a good number of people that responded to the poll. And there were 22% who overthink because of dissatisfaction. So when they're unhappy, when they're unsatisfied, when things are not quite going the way that they hope they would go, they tend to experience uh, overthinking. It tends to make them think negatively. Because remember, not only do we experience overthinking, but we experience negative thinking, faulty thinking. We um, ruminate over things, right? And those are the things that we want to discontinue doing. We might be dissatisfied with a job. We might be dissatisfied with a relationship, with a service. How many times you go out to eat and it's like, I mean, they just don't even care about the, the people who are paying to come and patronize them. And so we get dissatisfied with that process. I know that I do, and it's happened often. So if you are dissatisfied, we have to find things that bring meaning to us. Or what I like to try to challenge my clients to do, and I often try to do it myself, I try to find something that um, is pleasing within that situation. So one of the things um, that, that I can think about real quickly is when I work out. I'm never happy with the workout. I never go to the gym and be like, Boom, that's going to be a fire workout. I'm like, he's trying to kill us. What is wrong with him? This man gone crazy. And so at one point, I don't do it as often as I used to, but at one point I started going into the gym. And when I would look at the um, board, I would find the thing that I liked. And I would focus on that. Oh, yeah, I like this exercise. Oh, I can do this exercise. Oh, this one doesn't hurt me as much as it used to. I, my body is growing accustomed to it to where I can even add some more weight or do a little bit more, right? So I try to challenge what is dissatisfying me with finding a thing that does bring me joy or that does make me content or feel good about a um, particular thing that I might be presented with. So that's dissatisfaction. Remember, I'm not going to spend a whole much time, a whole bunch of time because we're going to have a conversation. 57% of the people who answered the poll that I did on Instagram. So follow us on Instagram. Think yourself crazy. 57% of the people said that delayed gratification is a reason that they overthink. Delayed desires or delayed gratification. And so that is the, the act of resisting an impulse to take immediate available reward in the hope of obtaining a more valued reward in the future. So it is delaying ourselves from enjoying something or taking advantage of something now to enjoy it more so or, or to, to gain a benefit of a greater reward in the future. So one thing I think about immediately comes to mind right here is when we get, and we're going to go deeper in it, I'm sure, in the conversation, but is when we get um tell me what it is turkish you just said we quit a job and we have our 401k right you can take you can make an option of hey i'm gonna withdraw out of that 401k go ahead and take my money and i'm going to you know have that benefit now or and and, and then i take the chances of penalties right like they're gonna cut some of my money, so take the chances of penalties, um, and all those whatever happens, you know, losing some of the money, 
or I can leave it and let it sit and continue to grow and use it more so when it's really when it's for sure going to be needed when I reach retirement age, right? So I'm delaying myself the gratification of let me have this right now, right? Here's one that's really personal to me. I delay myself gratification of eating food that I enjoy all kinds of food because I want my body to look right for my 40th birthday. Delay gratification, having the things that I want, like resisting myself from having the things that I want right now because there's going to be a greater gain. Sometimes, you know, we get to a point where I just give it to me not to get the greater gain. I'm happy with what it is right now, but then what I want to remind us is we shortchange ourselves when we do that. When we say, oh, forget that, you know, let me just take this relationship as it is right now. I don't further develop me. My partner doesn't further develop themselves. And so let's just take us right now. We stand the risk of having more challenges in our relationship because instead of delaying gratification right now, and going to therapy, doing couples work, you know, getting um, advisement and feedback, bettering ourselves and, and waiting until later. No, we want to do it right now. You know, we do that with our finances, don't we? Oh, no, I want that money right now. I can't put it in the savings account. I want to buy something right now. And then a rainy day comes and we don't have the funds. And some of us don't have the credit. You know, some of us who may not have savings, we at least got a credit card that if emergency come up with my vehicle, with my home, with my dogs, whatever, I can whip out a credit card. You know, but we need to be in a space where we have the fight, we are disciplined, we delay gratification of getting, you know, some things where we have to extend our finances and wait and satisfy ourselves later. Delay desires, things that we know that we want, that sometimes it's in hands reach. Here's a great example. I want a new car. I can go out and get a new car at any time. I may sacrifice, you know, some of my other like little shopping habits so that I can get a new car, but it ends up potentially hurting me because it's in an added bill. I'm almost done paying off my car. Delay the gratification. And when you're in a better place, when your business continues to thrive, when, when you're seeing a, a sustainable profit, do it then. When interest rates are lower, do it then. When there's so many cars that they're trying to get them off the lot, do it then. Delay the gratification, the desire now for something that's going to give you more in your future. Depression, okay? Now, so depression is a huge one, right? There were um, 13% of the people who answered said that depression is a reason that they overthink. And we know depression is. It is a common and serious medical or mental illness that negatively affects how you feel, the way you think, and how you act. Depression is a common and serious medical illness that negatively affects how you feel, how you think, think, think yourself crazy, and how you act. Need I say more? Depression affects our mood. It affects how we feel physically, emotionally, mentally. It has a weighing on what I think about myself. 
what I think about the world around me, what I think about the people around me, what I think about the people who are doing things to me. You know, it messes with our perception. It's in the definition of de uh, depression. It tells us it affects the way we think. We are, it, we experience depression. You know, it can come from stressful events. It come from uh personality disorders it can come from family history hereditary uh, it can come from giving birth there's postpartum depression loneliness alcohol or drugs illness relationship issues grief um lack not having enough okay though dissatisfaction can lead to depression i'm dissatisfied in all these areas of my life you know are multiple areas of my life okay it really tends to cause us to have a low mood or sadness. We feel hopeless and helpless. Sometimes it uh, can weigh on our perception of self. And so we don't really like ourselves. We think negatively about ourselves. We think negatively, uh, negatively about the things around us. We think why, why, why? Why me? Why this? Why this season? Why did that happen? You know, how did how did I get picked to, to have this struggle, right? So it really, really deepens our thinking when it comes to overthinking. Depression does that, you know, and we need therapy. A lot of people just feel like depression, one, I've heard that it's a choice, and I've been guilty of saying it's a choice. I, I have said that people sit in their depression, and I only mean that when they do absolutely nothing about it. They know that they're depressed, and they know that they've tried, you know, have not tried anything, or they tried things that it didn't work, and then they didn't, you know, take it a step further. Um, And I think sometimes we unconsciously do that. So I'm, I'm not saying people are like, oh, yes, I'm going to be depressed, and I stay this way. They just don't have the wherewithal to go and find the resources to help pull them out of that mood, right? Then we have um the the so so we have we have where you know it causes us to to have this very skewed thinking about ourselves and about the world around us. When we're depressed, everybody's against us. Nobody's there to support us. We're all alone, which is the truth, which is the untruth. I'm sorry. We may feel like that, but it's not factual. It is not factual. Okay. And so many of us, I know we had a really, really low percentage on from, listen again, this is just the Instagram poll, but I know there's so many of us that struggle with depression bouts of it you know we struggle with the anxiety they are the cousins that like to come and hang out together and just ruin the day they the cousins that set the family function and you like why did they come who told them or they're the cousins when you at the when you call and be like who all over there you find out them two there and you be like uh -uh, i ain't going that's depression and anxiety especially in my life all right before we take a quick break and bring my guests in to begin to share with us the last D and this, let me tell you something. Y'all can lie to yourselves. You can you can lie to whoever you want, but you cannot tell me that the D, you know, we'll do this for the D. We'll do that for the D. I'm keeping it real classy. The D makes us overthink, ladies, and the drip 
guys use your imagination for the little drip sometimes makes the guys overthink sex <laughs> that's what we're basically talking about it can make a it can make a person think themselves crazy sex can be confusing af y'all I've experienced in my own personal life. Now, I'm not going to tell y'all all my business, baby, because y'all not going to be out there talking about me, but I will admit, and there were a few people, let me tell you the percentage, 9%. I think only two people, I remember only two people responded, like on the poll. Now, some other people wrote on the actual post on both Facebook and Instagram and said that the D, or the drip makes them overthink. Man, I wonder if he really liked me. Oh, man, he don't like me. Oh, he did it this way. Oh, she didn't do this, so she must not really be feeling me. Oh, she did all oh, this. Oh, that. it will put us so much into our feelings, that effort. So when I was kind of getting things together, I was like, dang, the D connects back to the F. Because the D-I-C-K in case you have not figured out what I mean by the D, the D-I-C-K um, and the drip, the wet, wet, you know what I'm saying? It connects back to feelings. I don't care how many people say they can screw and not have feelings. We're going to talk about it. I'm hesitant because maybe there are some people, you know, we we automatically believe that guys can do it, right? We believe that guys can do it. We say most women cannot. I believe that there are some feelings connected to sex in every in in every interaction. In every interaction. Having sex with people made me think about them more than I probably needed to. Yeah definitely made me stay connected to people longer than I should have. Sex complicates things and confuses things. And I'm not speaking against sex. We all enjoy it, right? Even though we should be enjoying it in the constitution of marriage, we do tend to enjoy sex. But I think we need to make better decisions when it comes to having sex with people. We have to, we need to have Listen, I'm saying this for the people right in front of my face, Tarkeisha. We need to have for real candid conversations before you engage in sex with people. Because sex can run a relationship. It can run a friendship. It can bring in some sketchy views, you know, about a person. It can bring in those feelings. It runs the tendency of hurting your feelings without the expectation. There was a meme that said, sex will have you in a relationship you did not sign up for. Sex to have you doing things you'd never expected that you would do. Sex to have you up at night thinking about, well, what he doing? What's she doing right now? Why haven't I heard from him? Here's a good one. I'm just being real honest. These are things me and my friends talk about and me and my clients because we get real. You know, y'all, I am a Christian first. You know, God created me. I am a spiritual being living in a human body, in a human body, in a human body. So I'm having human experiences. There is, There have been times I have engaged, and I'm just here being real now, in sex. And I'm like, oh, well, where he learned that at? Oh, I want, instead of like, oh, he didn't watch some porn. He didn't talk to his homeboy. I wonder if he did this with her. I wonder if he did this with that person. Oh, where he bringing in each other? I have a friend. We talk about stuff like that all the time. I have clients where we've literally said and talk about how we 
you know, you're in the act of having sex and you can't even enjoy it because you're thinking outside of the box. I won't go too, too far, too, too deep into that because I want you guys to be able to have this conversation because I'm telling you, I'm, I'm an all of the above girl today. Uh, dissatisfaction, delayed desires and gratification, depression and the D, they all make me overthink. They all make me think a little bit too much. Depression makes me think to where it triggers my anxiety. And it just makes me, you know, even sadder. It makes me think about my situation and it worsens a depressive state. The D make me want to hurt somebody. When I think about the D and all of, you know, the feelings that get associated with it. Um, the daily gratification, I talk about that all the time. I, I'm just, you know, it, may, it makes me unhappy that I can't have the things that I want right when I want them, that I have to wait for whatever reason. But anyway, I want you guys to take a quick break. Listen to the ad. If you got a podcast you want to start, I'm going to tell you about it in the ad. We're going to come right back and I'm going to join my friends. We're going to have a conversation about what this looks like in the lives of others. You know, I have some colleagues that's going to sit around the table with me. And so they'll be able to share some perspectives of what you can do to help work through, you know, your overthinking when it comes to these things. All right. Now, y'all, don't y'all go call nobody and talk about Tarkeisha. I'm just telling y'all, I'm human. I'm going to tell y'all that every time. And if I cannot be myself with you all, I probably would not be any good for this this platform for this podcast i tell people all the time do not think i'm 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 perfect or that i had it all together there are some kinks still being worked out on me there are some things that you know yes i have been known to enjoy physical touch from a uh from a, a male partner you know but I have to think about how much has that physical touch got me in trouble, got me into my feelings, caused me to overthink. We're going to consider the conversation in just a minute. All right. Hey, y'all, I'm back. So look, if you have a podcast that you want to begin, check out Anchor. It's super, super easy. I'm telling y'all, I told y'all, the girl told me in 30 minutes. So check it out. Um, yeah, look, I told y'all. We are going to have a conversation today that I believe is necessary, and it's going to be a good one. I think we have a good group of people that are going to bring some insight and, and hopefully help us stop, stop overthinking. Hopefully help us F overthinking this year because that's what we're doing. I think the people around the table, I don't know if they've deemed themselves as, as like, the king and queens of overthinking but i think they battle with it sometimes you know and so they are able to help um shed a little light so before we jump in and continue our conversation um about overthinking and the d of overthinking specifically i want to give them an opportunity to introduce themselves because i want us to be comfortable i want to know about just you know, you don't just get in bed with somebody before you say their name. And I don't know what y'all doing this podcast. Y'all might be in the bed, in the shower. I don't know. Don't let nobody in your house without introducing themselves. That's just called coming courtesy and manners. Yes. So I have some of my friends here, some people that I've done work with. Um, know these people years now at this point. And so I'm going to give them an opportunity to um, introduce themselves. So... Whoever wants to start. (laughs) 
sister, my sounding board, and don't push her because she might fight, I, I <laughs> too. Might, you know, <laughs> so we had lots of conversations about that this week. Real balance. Um, yeah, so, but she is really, start off as my sister in the Lord, and I mean, now we the Leo queens together, yep, running yep. everything. Um, so, Sherelle, tell them about yourself Ooh. while I go get my phone. I don't know what you want me to say. Okay, so I'm Sherelle, and I have a business called Swag, where I style people and shop for people and encourage people to get outside of the box with wardrobe. So that's who I am, Sherelle. Yeah, and Sherelle gained a client from this podcast. I did. From the last time she was here, somebody reached out to me and they said, your strong friend said she's a stylist. And she still comes to you. She so does. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So <clears throat> All right, Cheryl. Are we saving the best for last, Cheryl? Um, okay. <laughs> okay. My name is Cheryl Morris. I'm a licensed professional counselor. I'm an EMDR uh, certified, and I'm also nationally approved uh, to be a clinical supervisor. I own a sales counseling and consulting firm, and I work Louisiana, Texas, and Mississippi. Oh, she got a lot of them. She got a lot, <laughs> a lot of accolades, yeah. a lot of things. And let me tell you, I've been trying to get her to do EMDR on me. <laughs> now, y'all other LPCs don't judge us. I'm never going to tell y'all if she actually does it. But I've been trying because I need to tap into some of this deeper stuff that mm, yeah. got my 40-year-old self acting like mm. I'm almost 40, you know? <laughs> So Cheryl is, um, yeah, she she got, Cheryl be, so I talk to Cheryl seven days a week, <laughs> all throughout the day, too mm-hmm. much sometimes, and we talk about um, everything from work to fighting somebody, you know, yeah. uh, all those things, I mean, she, I'm surrounded by a lot of fighters, and y'all wouldn't believe me, <laughs> I'm not really a fighter, but don't, I, I told people, I know killer but don't push me that's my daddy okay so anyway that's another conversation but cheryl i'll be like well girl what you doing she's like oh i'm doing this paperwork for this i'm doing this training i'm like i'm like girl i'm in the bed girl i'm doing i'm like all right, all right, fine, Cheryl. So yes, we and Cheryl, she likes to say the. I, it was my first time hearing this term, but she said that we were fast friends because I had no clue of who Cheryl was. I don't even quite remember how we met. And I, think I may have reached out about a referral a while so, back. Something on some, social something, media. Something on social media. And then we was talking every day like we had been friends forever. <laughs> and I was like, what this kind of. And I'm telling y'all something about share. I'm telling everybody business, so y'all better do this. If I start talking too much, girl. Cheryl don't really like a whole lot of people. Oh. And I tell her all yeah, the time. I'm no. a Libra. Oh, Me too. Yeah. oh wow. I said, Cheryl, we like people. We do, but you know, we skeptical, but yeah. we like people. Yeah. I I I be asking Cheryl all the time, what did I do? 
to gain your friendship. Like, mm. cause like I feel like we real friends. Mm. Last night I was mad at her, but you know, <laughs> I for good reason. Friends, and I for felt so reason. bad. I, but I'm honest. You know, and I thought about why you can't be this honest in this other situation. But anyway, that's something for off the podcast. <laughs> but anywho, I was like, this this girl know what I'm trying. But that's all right. My next person saved the day. <laughs> he saved the day last night and helped me out real good. So introduce yourself. I'm Anitra Bell Robinson. <clears throat> I'm actually a school counselor. I'm an LPC supervisor as well. Um Hopefully, within the next couple of years, I'll go ahead and end my school counseling career and go ahead into private practice. That's oh, what my goal is. That's good. Um, uh, I love to work out. That's how I met Miss Tarkeisha. Um, we work out, and through working out, I think we've gained a friendship. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm, I'm excited to be here. I can't wait to dive into this conversation mm -hmm. today. Yes. Actually, Miss Anitra was supposed to. So last night I graduated to calling her Anitra. Yeah, you know, I but uh, <laughs> she always be like, "Call me Anitra." So one time I was like, "I'm gonna try to call you Nini instead of you know." So she was supposed to actually being on the podcast. We just schedules are crazy because she says she likes working out, but she's also a trainer. Oh, and yes, so, yes, she does personal training. Okay. Mm -hmm. I be listed. Don't don't tell me what you don't be listed. I have to get rid of a little, you know. <laughs> Baby, anywho, so <laughs> yeah. we're also Sarah's, yes. you yes, know, she. so, and we I knew her name, but mm -hmm. she came into the gym one day. She was like, who got that Delta plate out there? <laughs> who got that Delta plate? <laughs> Me? I was like, I thought you looked familiar, but you never know. And after that, fast friends, like we have been really, really connected. So I'm glad to have her here. So I told y'all I'm saving the best for last. And after the the person introduced themselves or self, whatever the word is, you know, I really don't. But I'll tell you why this person was the best for last. So. Hello everyone, my name is uh, Eugene Bentley. I'm also a licensed professional counselor supervisor. Uh, me and my wife have our own um, private practice. We started about a couple of years ago, uh, Bentley Wellness Associates. Um, I'm also a program supervisor at the uh, Bridge of Hope uh, as far as regards to detoxing and mental health crisis. And here I am. Yes. Here I am. Mm -hmm. So Eugene and I met through my sorrow. Let me tell you, baby, Deltas make the world go round mm -hmm. if y'all did not know. But she and I were really cool. Like, she took to me, I took to her, and then we were in the office together for a while. But the reason he's the best for last today is because, I'm going to say this, I've been waiting to say this since the beginning of the podcast. <laughs> he's broken our male virginity on the podcast. <laughs> I'm going to keep it clean, yeah. but, you know, I love to be me. I have been waiting. Actually, Chris McKinley was supposed to oh. be on the podcast. Then he moved. And I can do a virtual podcast, but mm -hmm. I like the in-person when I'm with my mm -hmm. friends. I want to dialogue. I want to have a good time mm -hmm. together. But he's still going to be on the podcast. But, Eugene, I'm so happy to have you today. And I think that this 
is a really good conversation. Matter of fact, excuse me, I um held off on recording the podcast because Friday night Cheryl and I was talk. Was it Friday? Friday afternoon. Mm-hmm. We were talking about my life and drama and people's lives and drama and you know, you know, we do our peer consulting and all that. And I was like. It was after I talked to you and said, should I say the D? But I had said D-I-C-K, y'all. But anyway, clean it up a little bit for you listeners. And I said, Cheryl, I think this should be a group conversation. They shouldn't just hear me talk about this. I said, you know, and when I was learning about doing a podcast, and I've shared this before, I was told that I should establish my seasons with just my voice so my listeners can connect with me. They can know me and not be confused about, you know, which I don't care if they think this y'all podcast today. That's fine. You know, we know who's going to carry it on, right? So it's no big deal to me. But I was like, we at a good point in the season, and this is a good series to talk about. Because everybody, and I was sharing this with Eugene before y'all got here, but men listen to the podcast too i've been told Mm -hmm. that guys are listening too and they may take my advice just like that and i try not to give advice but take the feedback and the research that i'm doing they may take it and use it but sometimes it's good hearing from the fellas but what i am learning even more so is women want to hear the men's opinion Mm -hmm. i talk to my female friends all the time about my drama but it is nothing like Mm-mm. talking to my male counterparts mm-hmm. about my drama. Especially if they're one of those guys that like to give me the real, real. And they're not going to hold back mm-hmm. and, you know, spare my feelings and they just going to be real. So I'm hoping that <clears throat> you guys gain something, which I know you will because he's amazing. And every every male client I get, I bet you Eugene be like, God damn. I, I don't have nobody else. I refer to you. I don't have anybody else that I just outright trust. So Robin, tell Eugene I sent XYZ. Please come back. Or they'll tell me if somebody like, look, I've been looking for a therapist. I if they say they want a male, Eugene's name is on there, right? They're like, well, I reached out. I say, hold on one second. Let me, let me reach out, because you reached out this way, but I know how to get, you know, the direct access and contact. So, Eugene, thank you so much for uh, spending some of your afternoon. Thank all of y'all. I think all of y'all would want to spend your afternoon with me anyway, but especially Eugene, <laughs> because, you know, this is a... I feel like more women are trying to talk about it, but men are dealing with it Absolutely. too. Yeah. You know, the, it, there were some other guys that I asked and they just weren't available. Matter of fact, Eugene mm-hmm. was here when one of the guys, he called me and he was like, I can't come. He was like, I'm, I'm too nervous. I'm too nervous. And he is one that I used to always talk about my drama too. So I knew he would have had something to add, but you guys get to meet him later in this season. So I don't want to tear it too long because I am not keeping us here all day. And of course, I don't like to take up too much of y'all's time. Before we jump into the conversation today, I want to remind you that this is for the mature listener. We are going to talk about some things that may not be so kid-friendly. So you may want to listen a a little bit later if you have your children around. And if you allow your older child to listen to the podcast you may want to either listen with them so that you can further give instruction or have them skip this episode now y'all know the episode gonna be up there so y'all tell them Mm-mm, don't watch the d don't listen to the d you're gonna have to watch them to make sure restricted or something i don't know do something 
you know, but I do want to remind you because I want to um, make sure I don't cause any harm. We don't cause any harm for you or your family or, or expose your child to anything that you are not ready for them to be exposed to. Again, this podcast is going to offer you some amazing um, awareness and potential prevention and, you know, skills that you can use. But it is not something that you use in lieu of therapy. You can have think yourself crazy and a therapist. It's absolutely fine. If you say forget think yourself crazy and you just get a therapist, clearly it's absolutely fine because I'm surrounded by therapists today. Do not use this podcast only. We're not dealing with the deeper issue that, that you probably need to address in order to completely relieve yourself of overthinking. So you got to get a therapist. And of course, in the show notes, we'll have a description of how you can find a therapist. You can always reach out to me on Instagram or the email thinkyourselfcrazy at gmail.com and we can get you a, um, a, a referral source, okay? All right. So let's jump in to the conversation. So I'm not sure how many of y'all listen to the podcast, but we did a little blurb and I was telling you guys that we've been talking about F overthinking. And this year, I was like, man, I'm really going to F overthinking up. Like, F overthinking, I'm sick of this. It keeps me up at night. I overthink all through the day, but at night, it, it act like it just got to tap dance. It creeps in. If mm-hmm. it yeah. comes in, I think it's because yeah. we quiet our thought. Yes. Mm-hmm. We've turned the TV off. We don't have as much going on. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, oh, she resting? Oh, let me wake up. Yeah, let me get her. Let me show up. Yeah. She think it's all good. that man, that dude think he finna sleep good tonight. Uh-uh. I'm gonna make him think a little bit. And so... What I would like for you guys to do, no certain order, you know, it is like a for real conversation. How do you guys define overthinking? Before we jump into dealing with the D of it, in your, you know, perspectives, how do you define overthinking? Um, <clears throat> perpetual thoughts, like ongoing with no resolve mm-hmm. um, to the point of irritability, to uh, self-consumption. So when I think overthinking, I think just ongoing, chaotic, you know, no resolve. It's just kind of like those consistent running thoughts yeah. that we don't have a solution for. Right. So when I think of overthinking, I, I, in my own personal life, I know when I tend to overthink, I overthink and it goes toward the negative right? instead of you know, mm-hmm. what all could happen. And I, in my mind, I've created a whole scenario. scenario and it's not even going to happen you know, like that. Yeah. You know, and, when, yeah. and once, I, once I step back and really think, it's like, that's crazy. You done sit up here and then developed a whole scenario uh, yeah. that, that <laughs> chances are is it's not going to happen. Yeah. 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 And so and sometimes it can be very debilitating because, mm, you absolutely. know, yeah. You're, you're sitting there uh, and thinking of the worst case scenario mm-hmm. instead of thinking of a best case mm-hmm. scenario. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I agree. That's, that's yeah. what I was going to say. It's kind of, it kind of takes you away from your normal day. You say you're supposed to live each day the best day of your life. Yes. Mm-hmm. You have this constantly thinking and take away from your, your, your normal best day mm-hmm. because you, you're so busy worrying about what's going to happen tomorrow or I have to do this. It's, it's like you can't even enjoy yourself because you're too busy thinking about other things as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's, uh, it, it, it definitely it yeah. definitely take a toll mm-hmm. sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. yeah. 
I and when we first started the podcast, I used to talk about how overthinking robs you of the moment. Mm-hmm. It, it robs does. you of the moment. You can't enjoy life. You, you cannot. I, you know, I can't enjoy the nap if I'm sitting there thinking I can't enjoy my night's rest and refresh myself for the next day if I am, you know, overthinking or if I am in an opportunity or in a relationship or, you know, interacting with people and I'm thinking about all the other things I can't enjoy the now. And so we miss so much so stuff, much. right? Yeah. And so one of the points of Effing overthinking really is because I'm tired of missing things that are in my present day life because I have been like engulfed with overthinking, Mm -hmm. allowing those anxious thoughts, those negative thoughts to consume me and my activity Mm -hmm. and what I do and how I interact. And it's just like, okay, this shit too much. Mm -hmm. Like eventually you just... You want to get out of your own head. Mm -hmm. You know, you want to like, if I could take my brain out, leave it at home, and go on about my day. Sometimes that's how intense. And I don't want people to think that something is wrong with you mm-hmm. um, because you feel like that. What I think it is that we've been geared to focus on the negative. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes. We give very little attention to things that are positive or that are good or that are pure, you know, the things that we should be thinking about because we're so focused on how do I resolve the negative instead of saying, let me enjoy this good moment. That's where anxiety comes in, though. Oh, absolutely. Because yeah, you be overthinking and I'm just like, oh, how did I get here? Yes. It is literally the root mm-hmm. of why I'm even feeling like this. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if I could get in control of my anxiety, maybe... I get control of overthinking. And it's not to say that you're diagnosable as a person with anxiety just because you overthink. That's not the case. Some of us, we need to see the doctor. (laughs) We need to see the therapist. But some of us just need to be able to control our thoughts and say, "Uh uh-uh, come back over here. Mm -hmm. You ain't going over there. This the moment you're in. Live live in this. I was about to say. I'm I'm sorry. And instead of thinking what all can go wrong, Start start redirecting your mind and say, okay, but what can go right? What Absolutely, what right. can go right? I think we all that if I could, if I could, I mean, I'm talking strictly for myself, my own personal. Mm-hmm. If I have a, a presentation to make, if I have to do public speaking, or I'm sit constantly. What if this happens? Uh-huh. This, what mm-hmm. if I go like? What if it? Yeah, but what if you go out there and nail it? Yes. But uh, yeah. you, you, you know, you reach somebody and make an impact on somebody. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times we spend so much time on thinking what can go wrong that we, we really need to bring in that, you know, yeah, but what, 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 mm-hmm. what if it goes right, though? Yeah. yeah. I know one of the things that I, I push amongst with my children, <laughs> they're, um, they've been always, because I've been in school with them, mm-hmm. and since they were young. So mm-hmm. I'd been in school forever, but mm-hmm. I started teaching them to ask themselves, am I thinking logically mm-hmm. or am I being illogical? Right. Am I thinking rationally mm-hmm. or am I thinking irrational? Mm-hmm. Is this something that I can control? Mm-hmm. And even for myself, because mm-hmm. like she said, I'm always doing something. Mm-hmm. Am I doing this well enough? Mm-hmm. Is this really going to help my career? Mm-hmm. Is this really going to help me as a human? Mm-hmm. And so then I have to move back into that same space that I've taught them as well as I teach my clients. Am I thinking logically? <laughs> illogically? <laughs> right. illogically? Mm-hmm. Am I being rational or irrational? Mm-hmm. You know, is this something that I can change 
within five minutes, five hours, five mm-hmm. months. And mm-hmm. those are kind of the things that help carry me outside of that ongoing, because I will get caught up in that, oh my God, I hurry, 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 hurry and finish this. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, why are you mm-hmm. rushing? Breathe. You know? Yeah. Breathe. Exactly. <laughs> Give Breathe. Yeah. Give yourself some grace because those ongoing thoughts are so defeating. Yeah. And if I keep allowing them to control the moment, then how successful am I in that moment? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. You just got to learn how to take take your time and enjoy the moment. Yeah. You know, enjoy your right now. Mm-hmm. And, and enjoy who you are right now. That goes with family relationships mm-hmm. because you, you always have that what if mm-hmm. yeah uh, what if this happens you know that's you, so profound that's that's yeah that's another thing within itself you know, yeah. take, enjoy your moment right the moment because mm-hmm. yeah. here's the thing we're never going to get it back absolutely no. mm-hmm. we're never going to get this moment back no. like we can get together again we can do another podcast not this one. but not yeah. this yeah, yeah. not this, not exactly this one, one. Yeah. you know I am one, when something is ruined, I want to relive it. So, this is the first example came to mind. I was dating a guy. Y'all know all my stories deal with dating. If you don't know, you will know by the time you finish listening to another episode. <laughs> so, y'all going to be, I hope y'all praying for me, man. Lord, pray for me. Pray for me. Okay. A good one. Let me insert that. But, I was dating a guy, and he wasn't really into, like, Valentine's Day. And so he was real passive about it, and whatever happened, I was like, forget it, we don't have to go. And so then I said, like, I'm going to show him. I went by myself. I didn't even tell him where I was going. I just got dressed. He saw me getting dressed, you know, and I just left the house. And he takes, he's like, oh, well, I'm going to leave because I see you're not coming back. You're right. I'm not coming back. And so then the next day I was like, he should give me a redo. Instead of in that moment explaining, mm-hmm. this is how I'm feeling because you're being real bland about this, mm-hmm. and it's a lot of things you do that I don't that you know I engage myself with, and I don't necessarily care mm-hmm. about it, you know, and I don't think you're taking my feelings into consideration. But instead of that, I got in my feelings, which we've already talked about, and I'm like, you know what, I'm gonna go and do my thing. But we, I think we have to be. I'm, I'm saying that to say I was never still gonna get that moment back. It still was gonna be topped with. Mm-hmm. All the negative thoughts that I had about it, mm-hmm. my negative actions, because I could be nasty, mm-hmm. you know, if I need to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it really would mess it up. So even if I did try, going back to me, trying to relive moments, because of what I've already thought and put into that moment, like that I'm trying to recreate, how authentic is it going to be anyway? Yeah. So yeah, we have to, in what we can, in, in our best selves come to a place to where you say you know what i'm gonna block out all the extra noise because right here is where i need to be right now i can't be thinking about this going on and i know we're busy people and you guys are you know busy people and we have responsibilities that extend beyond the home and work and all that but sometimes we have to pause and say you know what this moment is even just for me I know I'm giving moments to my family, to work, you know, to these outside activities that I'm committed to, but this moment is for me. And I'm telling you, it, that is something I probably prioritize in my life a lot because I do give a lot. And probably I'm in a season where I probably don't give as much as I used to because I realized how much I really didn't have for myself at the end of, the, of that day or whatever. So that was really good feedback. So 
You guys have seen that the D's we are dealing with this week, and I've already talked to our listeners about dissatisfaction, um, delayed desires and gratification, depression, and then uh, the one that, that's going to be my favorite today, the one where I live a little I'm a, I've already said I'm an all of the above girl today, okay? I'm not giving y'all all my business, so y'all have to figure it out. Not going to be so hard, but... Um, when we are considering those, are there any of the deeds of overthinking that you relate to and you feel you feel comfortable within re like whatever your reason is in sharing? I'm more of the delayed desire. Mm -hmm. I, that that's my mm -hmm. my area because yeah, I, I feel be. like I failed or mm -hmm. whether wasn't able to obtain it immediately. Correct. Yeah. So, because it's delayed, it's like, will it ever happen? Right? Mm -hmm. And more so, like, when you pray for it, and it don't happen. Mm -hmm. Then you bring in another factor right there. Because <laughs> I literally, today, I'm like, I'm asking you. Mm -hmm. I'm asking the person who can give me everything. Mm -hmm. What's up? Yeah. So, I overthink that it's not going to happen for me. I figured out right now. because I didn't get it when I wanted to have mm -hmm. it. So it's like I'm just blaming myself. Is the is that an area for me? You know, should I pursue something else? Maybe that's not my desire. So I just overthink it, thinking that it just will never happen for me. Yeah. But in the same sense, it might not just be the right time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We'll think ourselves out of it. Mm -hmm. Like totally into to there's been many times i tried to think myself into being okay with being single and i'm not okay with that mm. like it sounds good because then it's not like oh she's just waiting it's been many times i've tried to think myself into i'll be fine without having another child because it sounds good if it don't happen like yeah. oh well she's okay with it when i'm going home at night like shit i've told all these people this and that is not the truth. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So yeah. So the, the the thing with the delay of things is we I think we get so pressed because just because it's not right now, we are so stuck on having to know the when. Mm -hmm. I don't think we are we are patient people, but not when it's something you really want. When it's something you really want, you want yeah. it like right mm -hmm. now. And <laughs> When you don't know when it's gonna turn that corner and come back mm -hmm. again, yeah. That's why here we go, Tarkeisha. Tell your business. We settle in relationships. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I don't know when mm -hmm. I'm gonna meet somebody else again. Mm -hmm. That's why we stay on jobs that we not with. I don't know. I used to say this all the time. I know these people. I know the drama that they bring. I know the you know not so good part. So why would I go and introduce myself to something else? But we. I'm learning, Sherelle, in the wait. Like, it's literally worth it. It's so cliche, though, that we don't always believe that it's worth it. But then I have had some experience where I've experienced amazing things mm -hmm. after I've waited. Mm -hmm. So, you're going to say something, so, sure? I think um, with that delayed gratification comes trust, too. It's not a D word, but it's us trusting ourselves and believing that the work that we put into ourselves, mm -hmm. into those situations that we may just be waiting on, it's yeah. just like trusting that my hard work will be rewarded, right. trusting that it's going to come on time, mm. and trusting myself to be okay with it not being here right in my face, 
you know, a lot of people are planners, especially people who have anxiety and they mm-hmm. think themselves crazy. Mm-hmm. But if they slow down just a little bit and start practicing trusting yourself, those other D's will diminish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. yeah. But girl, you got listen. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. In the in the moment, in the moment, yeah. you're not thinking yeah. that. Because in the moment, you like, I, I need this yeah. immediate. Yeah. I need this immediate mm-hmm. because the human body is saying, I want, I want, mm-hmm. I want. The human mind is saying, I want, And it's demanding. Yeah. So. Because I think some of the issue with trust, which you pointed out, is can I even trust myself? Mm-hmm. Because for me, I've disappointed myself with going after desires that weren't for me. Right. And then I was frustrated with the result. Mm-hmm. So should I even be trusting me to want these things? So that's a whole other conversation that we'll have to come back to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, any uh, Anybody else want to talk about their D word, their D of overthinking? It's, it's the satisfaction. What is with the satisfaction? Dissatisfaction. Oh, yeah. In regards of like, I think it have a lot to do with insecurities as well. Mm-hmm. The, because it's like, say for instance, you you know you capable of doing this particular thing, mm-hmm. but you you you, you don't want you, you don't go into it because it's like you you ain't fully grasp of if I can do this or not. Yeah. So perfect example. I mean, say for instance, hey, I wanna I I wanna write a book, right? Yeah. But do I have the knowledge to write a book? Mm-hmm. Because you, mm-hmm. you 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 constantly mm-hmm. battling the insecurities of yourself, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You constantly battling whether or not I'm worthy to do these particular mm-hmm. things. Also, just like in regards to public speaking, just to be transparent, I stutter. So like, just like if I can I talk in this particular you when you mm-hmm. when you text me, can I do this? Because it's like I stutter, but at the same time, you know, I have to. I really grasp that. Say, hey, this is something that I I, I need to do as well. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So but he's overcome that. We went to school together. Cheryl's gonna be the therapist, the resident <laughs> therapist today. Go ahead. Y'all, I cannot turn therapist off. It's, it's, I have tried forever. My friends always fuss at me. But he's overcome that. So I think now it's, it's nowhere near mm-hmm. where it was mm-hmm. 12 years ago. It's nowhere near. So I think that's still you, like early 20 years, absolutely, absolutely. like still thinking that mm-hmm. I can't do that. Yeah, like, yeah. I, because you, like, even when we were in school, like it got progressively better. So I think mm-hmm. you're right on the uh, insecurity. I'm sorry, y'all can't turn. Yeah, insecurity is is it's real. Insecurity is a whole human form yes. itself. Like, yeah. but that's get that's that's like trying to get to know who you are as a person. You still learn about yeah. yourself every day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You learn something new about yourself every day, mm-hmm. and just being comfortable with, with within, being right. comfortable with yourself. Mm-hmm. That's true. Because let me tell you what, I'd be dissatisfied with working every day. (laughs) But we also have to be realistic. Like, Mm -hmm. how am I going to accomplish things? Like, I'm not going to be happy every day working. Who is? Mm -hmm. You know, raise your hand out there. Mm -hmm. Wait, somebody said y'all happy working it. Oh, I I thought I misheard y'all. Ain't nobody happy getting up, going to work every single day. Mm -mm. You know, we do it because we have. Which is tomorrow. You know, we do it because we have to, you know. Right. But yeah, I I agree, Eugene, like with that insecurity part. Yeah. And sometimes we don't even want to in- admit that even a little old me is insecure. Even me that people see and they think, oh, they got it all together. Oh, you know, they, they're doing the things that they want to do. That there are things that they cringe right. yeah. on the inside yeah. about themselves yeah. and thinking like, Man, I need to I need to do better. I need to do more. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, 
I feel like the more we are open up, we, the more we open up with ourselves about that, the better we will become because then I get to expose this so I can start working on it. As long as I hide it, right. I'm not going to be satisfied because yeah. I'm pretending it doesn't exist. Yeah. And so once I expose that thing to myself, I'm not even saying expose it to the world. Right. I'm saying once I expose it to myself, I call that thing out like, girl, that's an insecurity mm -hmm. right there. Is, is what's hurting you. Then I can deal with it in a therapeutic setting or, you know, whatever way I choose. Yeah. Anybody else have a D? While y'all think about it, I'm an all of the above girl today, okay? Mm -hmm. But <laughs> I'm going to live where nobody else is probably going to go today um, and talk about the D. The for real, you know, we'll do whatever for the D. I do this for the D. <laughs> gonna get in trouble for the D. If my mama hit this podcast, she gonna ask me, what's the D? <laughs> she gave y'all some bars. Just a little bars, because you know, I want to be a comedian and a rapper. Oh, <laughs> so, y'all know, and we talked about this in the opening a little bit, the D is connected to feeling. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I didn't go here when we talked about feelings because I didn't know we were going here. <sighs> Baby, if I could live without the D. I am. I am living without the D. <laughs> but, mm -hmm. you know, you think about the, the whole point of it and the whole reason I thought that it was appropriate to bring it up. Because I did. I reached out to Sherelle. I reached out to you and Kelly. And I was like, y'all think this is okay? You know, because I'm like, Boy, I'm about to, I'm stepping out here with this one. But it, because it, I'm being honest about me, it makes me think more than I probably should. Mm -hmm. And it goes back to, here we are. How can I enjoy something if I'm always thinking about it? Mm -hmm. And I'm speaking in the constitution of anybody i'm not talking about you know i know what the bible says about marriage and i'm not disregarding that but i'm talking about what people are doing mm -hmm. now i'm not saying yeah. that it's right or wrong not passing mm -hmm. yeah. but even if i am in a committed marriage relationship mm -hmm. and i'm insecure about my performance okay. or i'm concerned about his performance or i'm concerned about what happens outside of like the intimacy that mm -hmm. comes into the bedroom with us yeah. Like, how can I enjoy something that is supposed to be so enjoyable? TV tells us sex is amazing. Mm -hmm. I, listen, there was a meme. I want the TV sex. I want to see what there's a bus in this dough. <laughs> Kiss me all down the hallway. <laughs> whisk me to my room. All right, guys, that's the things you have to look forward to, husband. Mm -hmm. You know, but if I cannot get past my insecurities... Or past the things that are going on in my head. How can I enjoy sex with a person? How can one, I bring pleasure mm -hmm. to a person, but also that person brings pleasure to me. Mm -hmm. Because if I'm so thinking about, I'll tell y'all, <laughs> this is so funny. So I pledged in undergrad, right? Mm -hmm. I will not say her name, but if she listens to this podcast, she gonna know who I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. One of my line sisters, mm -hmm. we are all together doing what girls do. Mm -hmm. And she was like, y'all, y'all want to know something about having sex? And we're like, what? You know, because we're in college. Everybody want to talk about sex in college. She said, man, when I be with my man, 
I be so worried about my stomach touching his stomach. <laughs> she said, I can't even enjoy it. Because I'm like, oh, my stomach touches it. She's like, so I'm trying to hold my stomach in, you know. And so those are things we that, you know, we're, yeah, that yeah, we're thinking about. And I promise yeah, yeah, yeah. you, yeah. Yeah. he you ain't know, thinking about no stomach. He ain't stomach. worried about that stomach. Like, there's this stomach. He worried about the drip. Oh. Fellas, y'all thought I forgot you. I would not. I could not. He ain't worried about, is this thing? Is this thing prepared for me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> is, is she ready? Mm-hmm. You know, there's this... um. Singer, I don't know what he is. He singer something. Moonwalker. He has this song uh, called Lizzo. And he yeah. says in the song, I ain't worried about a roll-off stretch mark. I already knew that was there when I came in the room. So that's the last thing I'm thinking about. Yeah. You know, so, but then, again, there's also all the other things. So yeah. I, sh- I think I shared earlier, sometimes I get consumed with, oh, well, where he got that from? Mm-hmm. Who he, don't here I am now. Don't let him do it right. Uh, you practice. I know you practice step by step. <laughs> I know you ain't just you didn't just have a visual model for that. And so again, I cannot even enjoy the moment. Or if I try to push it out of my head to enjoy that moment or space about it, time is over. Time he make his exit, or let me back it up. Before he make his exit, I'm asking. I'm now analyzing the six, analyzing that intimate time, you know, with Lord and all y'all married around the table. I'm not the only illegal person in here talking about this. But um, but it. I'm sometimes asking him, well, what was up? Like he can't even be like, man, that was. Because I'm too busy that trying to, back to what figure out. Mr. Nitra said you created a whole scenario. A whole yeah. scenario. Absolutely. Yeah. A whole scenario. Yeah. Or if I'm not doing that, I'm calling my friend. Girl, mm-hmm. he came here and did this. What you think that meant? Mm-hmm. This favorite one. Girl, Lord, this is just true. He lasted that long. You think he did something with somebody else? Mm-hmm. Oh, he lasted way too long. You think he did it with somebody else? These are the things women talk about, mm-hmm. y'all. Yeah. Who do you Go, think you're thinking of? Yeah. You know, yeah. 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 Who are you thinking of? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Eugene. But actually, men think about that as well. Thank so, you. So, so men, men think about that as well. You, you know, in regards of uh, what you just said, Turkisha, a lot of men go through that phrase as well. What can I do to please please my significant other if I'm doing it right? The same questions you go to talk to your girls, right? Dudes do the same thing. Wow. And regards of feeling as well, I don't... You may see, see TV is one thing, mm-hmm. but being realistic is another thing. In mm-hmm. regards of uh, regards of men sleeping with, with 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 females or whatnot, they develop feelings. Yeah. As well, they develop feelings. They Eugene, you, you gotta just put that on. Mm, I don't know why I you mean, said I'm that. Just, I'm just putting it in perspective. <laughs> like, you you gotta, gotta, take you gotta, me on as a client. I don't want you to do no, we EMDR. Gotta, we, gotta, we, gotta, we, gotta, we gotta just keep it real. You gotta keep a spade a spade. I mean. I mean, you got some dudes that 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 have that no care attitude, but at the same time, and and let's let's look at society what's taking place right now. You see so many uh, suicide in regards of 
a man uh, killing his spouse. Mm -hmm. so, mm -hmm. That brings think, it home. Why you think? It's just not because the, yeah. the woman's treated right. It's all between sexual acts and whatnot, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, right. like, men, we constantly think that. And it's sad to say, like, a lot of men take... Uh, I'm, I'm about to spare all of the dude's business. Come right? on, dude. I've been waiting. A lot, a lot of men take extra stuff to make sure they do oh. they pleasing that woman and they pleasing that woman in bed. Yeah. I mean, I hear it every day. Mm. And the women think that is them. No, it, absolutely no, not. They, we beat ourselves up thinking. Exactly. It's all about insecurity. Yeah. Something wrong with me. Yeah. Men have insecurities as well. Yeah. And Facebook and social media has portrayed this uh -huh. like all women. Oh, she yeah. bad. I gotta do this. I gotta do that. She got a BBL. Uh -huh. I gotta do this. Uh -huh. I gotta make sure I'm I'm right. So mind constantly right. thinking as well. Yeah. Absolutely. So I don't want y'all to think that it is it's both sides. Yeah. It's wow. both sides. Yeah. You don't see no man in the gym at four o'clock. We show it. More. Yes. Yeah, right. That I think we're a little more vulnerable yeah. right. with it than what what men yeah. are. We not not even that we want to share it. I think that, that there's more of a sensitivity with us that it shows up. And then I you try. probably get with somebody who I'm gonna let her go ahead on and say it's her, and I'm gonna just and I'm gonna ride with you. Uh huh. But you know what? I be asking. <laughs> and that's okay. healthy. I yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did I do something? Absolutely. Yeah, I was but but we not, not to put on a not to put on a negative perspective. It's okay to ask. Yeah. yeah. Like what can I do? What can I do better? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you have the connection. Because I don't because intimacy is part of connection too. If I'm having intimacy with a person, you feel I'm married, not not, not I'm married not, but just being connected with an we individual. But, yeah. but being connected with an individual, <laughs> it is me personally. I can't see myself even doing that if I'm not connected with you. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I don't believe in the one-night stands and the, like, you know, younger days, you feel what I'm saying? But as I, I, I'm grown, like, how can a person have a one-night stand don't even know that a particular individual? Mm -hmm. That's, that's I just agree with you. And then, like, with the way people are now, there are a lot of people identifying as sapiosexual. Mm -hmm. You know, that's me loving your mind before mm -hmm. I want to be involved with you physically. Mm -hmm. So you also have different things that have been thrown out there to cause more because am I able to stimulate this man's mind with him no because you're confusing me I'll be like look look just come to me look can we just be regular bring the extra but they do you have so many can we be regular sapio and my clients know teaching me so then when i get to the adults i'm like y'all got to be patient because i'm learning i'm gonna have a, a session with a, a kid so i'll be able to get back with you because they are aware it's their generation of course that's embracing it mm -hmm. and then they are you know broadening their awareness about it and it's i'm not gonna speak for our whole generation but it's me that's trying to wrap my head around it because it's so much and i have to apologize to my clients all the time like i'm not trying to be offensive i'm still learning they casual sex. They, sex to them is not like. It, I'm not so sure how everybody, how old everybody, but casual sex was not a thing when I was a teenager. If you had sex with somebody, you really liked, you liked them. them. Your intent yeah. was to be yeah. with them for some time. 
But now it's like they seek pleasure and boom, kind of like the the gratification piece that we spoke about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's a little bit different for them because casually they're having sex. It's not like, oh, I really like you. I'm going to court you for mm-hmm. a little while. I'm going to get to know you. We're going to go get tested. No, it's boom. I'm going to see you Friday. Mm-hmm. It's scheduled. And, and that's One it. Of, somebody told me like she asked her child if she was having sex and she was like, well, I did once before, but I just we just kind of did it because we wanted to do it. We wanted to see what it was like. It's not like, oh, I was feeling that person, and we got into the moment. I was watching something on TV. One of my, re- no, it was a movie I was watching on the plane, and they were talking about the little girl going to, the little girl was a lesbian, but her family didn't know. They were talking about the girl going to prom, and the youngest sister, who probably was middle school age, was like, you gonna have sex at prom? This just at the dinner table. Mm-hmm. And so the mama, the daddy was like, she not having sex for another 15 years. So then she asked her mom and daddy, did y'all have sex at prom? Mm-hmm. You know, because literally people are just doing it, which I think even more so for me, sex complicates things, but for this younger generation, it's just a thing to do. Mm-hmm. It's something to do. It, it's an activity. And I'm I'm hoping that everybody doesn't lose the value of, and connection of sex, you know. But it is it is something to do. And one of the things I wanted to spend this off on, because we don't have a R, but the, the D and the drip, it, we overthink because of the relationships. Mm-hmm. So we are not... You know, for some of us, we're not always in a relationship where you engage in sexual activity with somebody. It might be, you know, somebody you're dating or somebody you've been feeling. Y'all been friends for a long time. But there is some form of relationship. And I think even if you're not overthinking about the D or the drip, Mm -hmm. something in that relationship Mm -hmm. tends to come in and it infects things. It infects our perception about the relationship but what i have learned for myself and i've shared with the ladies around the table you know in our own personal time but then it makes me think about me mm-hmm. kind of like you were saying sherelle like sometimes we're like oh, it's it's me and it, it like it's it's not one-sided right you but i can't look past that i can only see me, me. because yeah. He or the partner, you know, or she for you fellas who are listening, they ain't coming out right up and saying, Correct. Correct. you know. We got, I'm not to cut you off. No, like, go we, ahead, we gotta, go we, ahead. I'm always here. We, we, we got to look at it like how guys, how guys think, right? If a guy thinks that's a very attractive woman, you know, their, their former attractive, that's a very attractive woman. And I, and I have an opportunity to be with this woman. You know, and, and he finds that woman attractive. He he's excited or whatnot. That guy is going to do everything in his power to make sure. You know, once again, insecurity is involved. This guy is going to make sure he's doing everything in his power just to try his best to please that woman. Mm-hmm. Now, if that fail, his mind is gone right now. He doesn't yeah. even know how to. He doesn't even know how to express that. You know, mm-hmm. because you know, with guys, they keep their feelings to themselves. They don't really, yeah. they don't really like to talk about it. They walk out the situation, don't even call you, block your number because they are embarrassed yeah. of that situation. Mm-hmm. Because it's like they have many, many beautiful women who. I mean, I'm gonna say this as well. They have a, they have a lot of good people who are single. Mm-hmm. The reason being 
like Miss um, like like um, Mars was saying, we the generation is sexualized so much. Who needs a relationship when well, I could go just... when I could go to the um to a club or a bar, pick up a woman and have sex? Yeah, mm -hmm. that's big. That's it. That's it. That you said a mouthful when you just said it's a lot that's of good people. People that are single. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. women, yeah, like me that are worthy, but. Some people make it easy because I'm fine with it. We just have sex and go on about our business. But mm -hmm. I'm not. I'm saying that's what some people. I'm yeah. not fine with that. They're not you know? the ones that have the standards. Feelings. Yeah, the feelings yeah. come. Even when you try to be like, mm, I'm gonna be like one of them girls. I'm gonna be. I remember in college, people like, yeah, I can just. Do it. I'm like, oh, teach teach me your way. Mm -hmm. I still never learned. You yeah. know. And sometimes I think, uh, and I'm, I'm speaking about, I guess this generation, uh, this younger generation, where you have a uh, female that goes out there and, you know, want to be a savage and they, they, they want to set aside the emotional aspect of, of sex and they have engaged in sex with, with a guy. And then let's say the dude is still, is still screwing around with somebody else. And then the thing about it is they, they feel like it's automatically them when that that and i guess I, and i don't know if it's the immaturity thing i don't know if it's social media or, or just everything that's out there that makes kids and i'm saying kids younger people think it's okay to just have sex have sex have sex but in what muddies the water up is that okay i'm having sex with you and then you go have sex with them and mm sex is gonna always be there you have to have it's, it's a certain amount of maturity and unfortunately um i think we've gotten so kind of complacent and just kind of loosey-goosey with the sex mm -hmm. thing mm -hmm. i mean as you mature you you know if you are dealing with a male and you kind of um want to establish what this is and you say I'm into this, you know, you know, let's do this. And I, both of y'all are okay with the casual thing. What it, what happens is if one of you not, you know, you say you are, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but in your heart you're not. Right. Mm -hmm. And the guy listening and say, well, you say you cool with yeah. well, us kicking it. Yeah. And that's yeah. it. Yeah. But it's it's so much and I find that when I speak to younger, younger females, you know, um, and I'm talking about just middle school kids and all of that. Yeah. They fight, they fight, they fight, and you know, over this girl and this, that, and the other. And it's behind, you know, and when I get them in behind closed doors and I'm talking to them, they're hurt. Yeah. Because sex is it. I know females doing all kind of tricks and trade, all kind of stuff to, to, to nail it. But yeah. you know, sometimes, you know, you have to have that conversation and it all goes back to how you feel about yourself. Yeah. And um, that's what's so disheartening to me about what's happening nowadays is that a lot of a lot of young girls, because I don't believe all girls want to be savages, you know, they you they, they want to be hard and they don't care. Yeah, it is. It is. Right. I don't believe that. And so sometimes I think it does hurt them that uh, somebody that they that they are giving themselves to is going going down the line and there. But I, I like what you're saying as well because males do feel like that. But I think it's a level of maturity. I think that um, 
society nowadays, we've gotten really away from, you know, having that emotional connection with sex. And it's just all about, you know, doing this, doing this, doing yeah. this. And I think in doing that, a lot of a lot of young girls, because they feel like if they, you know, if I just screwed, if I screwed him this good, mm. he ain't gonna go mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he is. Mm -hmm. If 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 y'all are not, you know, if y'all didn't have that, yeah. if he's gonna be a dog, he's gonna be a dog. Absolutely. It don't matter if you're on your head, standing on your head, <laughs> yeah, he, doing whatever. It thank is. you for telling me that, cause I was thinking about these head tricks. I know. No, I know. <laughs> I'm just Y'all be seeing them Instagram videos going wrong when them girls be practicing. Oh, oh girls gonna be mean. Be like, oh my goodness. But okay. no, it it really does. I, I want to bring it back to that. Just sex is to be enjoyed, yes. and I think that we have to like everybody has pointed out, make mature decisions yes. when we have sex because. It has the ability, not in every situation, mm -hmm. but it has the ability to complicate things. Yeah, you know, and especially not the most of the what I've heard everybody collectively say mm -hmm. that we don't deal with the feelings of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have learned I'm not somebody that can just sign up for sex. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I I can't. Mm -hmm. I would like. I number one, I have to like you mm -hmm. to have even engaged in that way, mm -hmm. but. I can't just go and do that. It sets me up for failure, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and so I want, one of the things that I hope that you all take away is that we have to be aware of our feelings yeah. when it comes for, to sex. Mm -hmm. And then I think the other big takeaway for me that Eugene helps spread light, it's not just us. Mm -hmm. it, it is not just us. We want to think that when I think the past has made us think that, but listen, Guys are struggling too, yeah, you know, and guys, are. if you are, you know, like, man, my woman closed off and she distant. I think the way we resolve that, because I always try to find what do we do to help us overcome this deep. We got to start talking about to say having a and communicating. And as a therapist, it's probably the hardest thing for me to do when it's my feelings. Because I've been... And we're going to take a break because we they're going to do therapy on me in a second here. <laughs> but because I don't want to completely expose myself of my feelings because when I've done it in the past, it has been misconstrued and taken advantage of. And so then there is, again, a defense mechanism. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm just not. I tell Cheryl all the time, I'm not doing that. I'm not. Tell them how I feel. You know, <laughs> I don't know. I'm quick you know, to say. So that, so that they can mess over me. What you was gonna say? No, I, I was gonna say this. I was about to say this. It, it, that doesn't matter. Morris is right. If you stay true to yourself mm -hmm. and tell them how you feel, no matter the, no matter what the situation is, long as you know you kept the real with yourself That's and it. you being the best person you can possibly mm -hmm. be. That's yeah. all that matters. And That's when it. you do that, when you actually are very honest with yourself and you put yourself out, you had this conversation and you share this with that person. That forces that person to say, okay, this is how she feels. Mm -hmm. Is it too much for me? Am I going to bounce? Yeah. Or do I want to mm -hmm. go ahead and move forward with mm -hmm. that? I think a lot of times we play these games. We play the checkers and the chess. Mm -hmm. If 
I can't tell him that because then he go act a fool. I can't do yeah. that. But I found as as growing up, when I was younger, we used to say, "Girl, don't be calling, don't be telling him all that." Then, yeah. But when you are in a mature, whoever you're involved in with, I feel like when you sit down and you tell them how you feel, there's not there's not a, a consequence. I think that. I think that's a good thing yeah. because yeah. then it forces them to because then they no longer can say oh you was cool mm -hmm. with it no you put it out there I told you how yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. not okay yeah. with it it's not yeah. okay and yeah. so then they can then uh, make the decision to say okay I'm gonna rock with it or, or just you know this might not be for him yeah yeah, yeah. because like the, the, re the reason why I'm I'm, I'm married right now and and because I kept it real I told my wife I had a pot to piss in. I had a child, I had a four-year-old daughter already. I'm standing in a duplex with my sister in Central. I have nothing. But give me two or three more years, mm -hmm. and you you come on this journey with me, then I'm going to be all right. You know, mm -hmm. I put it all in all the table. All the table. Right. Right. At that point, what you want? Yeah. You want me or you don't? Right. Here's, here's what I got. Here's what I got. I don't have nothing. I'm too old. I'm yeah. like, I'm, I'm getting old. I have a child to take uh, care. Yeah. You, you want to deal with another daughter? Here she go. You know what I mean? Yeah. So when I put her on the table, she rock with it. Yeah. And I like that. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Get, to, get straight to the point. You know, uh -huh. you want me or you don't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so let me say this, and we're going to take a quick break. I don't even know uh -huh, I need EMVR, okay? So I just want to be clear that I put myself out on the line. Some of this stuff is true. Some of this stuff that I shared is not. But because I felt that it was important that we talk about how sex tends to make us overthink from both perspectives, I shared some of the things about me. I ain't even got nobody. Y'all know that. Y'all know I'm out here searching, you know. Sits on the prowl, went to Africa, got me a little African king that might have to go back. But I wanted to, I, I, I chose to use myself because I wanted to um, us to have an honest conversation so that we can give those of you who are out there who didn't want to hit that letter on the poll and say, or, but are saying, yeah, that's me. I wanted to be able to give you some information so don't be going out there talking Tarkisha's business okay all of this ain't true I ad-libbed a little bit just so that you guys can kind of get a full description we're gonna take a real real quick break and we're gonna come back to wrap things up all right y'all thank y'all we are you know we back I had to take a break to do a little therapy. No, I'm just kidding. I y'all know I can't record that long. I had to start over. I told y'all we giving y'all the good good this week. Um, so we we I think we've given you guys some good information on those D's that um that were mentioned: the dissatisfaction, delayed desires, and gratification, depression, and um the D or the drip. So I wanted to give our guests who have done like a phenomenal job of having a conversation with us today and helping us all out. Because I mean, y'all girl, I'm, I'm getting some help over here. Um, but I wanted to give you guys an opportunity to share any other deeds. Like, so I always give the, the listeners an opportunity to say, hey, this is another D or U or F that I've struggled with that you haven't talked about on the podcast or that you didn't cover this week. What are some things? So are there any other D words? And we don't have to go like we 
we ain't gotta be as expensive expensive as we were in the um other d's but any other d's that you guys feel like is something that we maybe struggle with or have the potential of struggling with took that causes overthinking distraction distraction distractibility all of those things um can impact the other d's that we mm-hmm. have discussed today um because that's the one that kind of helps us deflect yeah. and kind of move away from the the true root of what mm-hmm. we're experiencing yeah. in those moments um and it like eugene mentioned earlier this is a defense mechanism um and sometimes we will use a distraction to kind of keep us away from what the well, truth yeah mm-hmm. when we yep. really need to be working on so finding things to help you remain focused on the true root cause mm-hmm. of what you're experiencing, whether it be depression or the D <laughs> or the <laughs> delayed gratification. Mm-hmm. Um, all of those things kind of tie together with um, distraction. I yeah. think for me, disappointment. Oh, yeah. That's, 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 that's a huge, good. Yeah. a good one. Yeah. I, that's I'm good. 55 and you know, when you're growing up, you have a, t- a, I guess, a timeline, whether you know it or not. So I always thought, okay, I'm going to go, I'm going to graduate high school, I'm going to go to college, I'm gonna finish college in X amount of time, I'm going to find my love of my life, I'm going to get married. And it just seemed like every aspect, there was a roadblock, and then there was a disappointment, and the disappointment spiraled into what's wrong with me and why can't I do this? Everybody else is doing this. Everybody else is on track. What's going on with me? Uh, And I can remember it very well in college because most people got out on time. They graduated on time, not me. But I remember that. Now, then I remember a lot of my friends were getting married and then starting their lives. And I just felt stuck. And I was always just, I was like, am I going to find somebody? you know, when I'm going to have a baby, blah, blah, blah. And I think a lot of times, I and even found myself being envious of mm-hmm. friends that mm-hmm. have their, it seemed like they mm-hmm. were on the right track. Their track was whatever. But I don't know their journey. I don't know all yeah. of that. But it caused me to say something got to be, I'm doing something wrong. When, in fact, just because we set in motion what we think our timeline is, and if you believe in a higher, higher power, God, whatever, then he has his timeline. And a lot of times, our time is not. Is not and when I look back on it, every disappointment, there was a reason. And it turned out for, it turned out better for yeah. whatever reason. Maybe it wasn't a time. Maybe this wasn't a person. And all of that knows things. And I tell people all the time, I said, don't be so hard on yourself. Give yourself grace. Because mm-hmm. sometimes our time is just not, it's not the time. Yeah. Disappointment can be very debilitating, especially if you don't take the lessons, if you don't really think about it and think about the lessons and take those things and try to build on it and try to shake back and then try again. When you're disappointed, you feel defeated. And when you're defeated, it's hard to get back up and fight. Mm -hmm. And so I've noticed that, and I used to be 314 pounds. 
Wow. And I'm going to tell you, I can remember being so hard on myself about mm-hmm. a lot of things. And, you know, yeah, we talk about this now when we, yeah. when we fall off, yeah. you know, have a bad week and we, you know, but it's the comeback. And it takes a lot of courage to come back. And it takes a lot of work to come back. And sometimes we'd rather be like, let's just wallow in ourselves, pity, and just, I just want to be disappointed and depressed. Yeah. And then we give ourselves permission to do that. We do. Mm -hmm. And I think that once we get over that, then it's okay. You sit there, you feel those feelings, but then you have to go ahead and regroup and try to shape back. But disappointment for me, I can kind of trace it back throughout my life. And, and know that that's a that's a big deal for me. That was yeah. a big deal yeah. for me. Yeah, that's a really good one. Mm-hmm. I didn't get to yeah. speak to shares, but before we go mm-hmm. around table, I want to speak to both distractions. Is huge. Mm-hmm. It will throw mm-hmm. us off our game, off our and game. then we don't understand. Like, wait, how do I even get get, get back, back to it? Yeah. Like, yeah. I lost my way. I, I don't know what to do, and we we're searching for it. But I think we get to that point of being disappointed mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because I was thrown off. I didn't accomplish it the mm-hmm, first time. Mm-hmm. I wasn't exactly sure mm-hmm. how to do it. And so now I'm like, is it even a, worth it mm-hmm, to go mm-hmm. back? Should I try it again? Mm-hmm, yeah. Should I, you know, should I go back for that degree? Should I start that mm-hmm. business? Should I, you know, go back to trying to write? Mm-hmm. I couldn't do it before. What makes me think that I can do it now? Mm-hmm. And so that's when this other D word comes in. <laughs> Doubt. Yeah. And it really, I mean, these D words, dang, how many of them are, you know, but it creates a shadow of just negativity. And we can't, like, it's like, well, how do I, you know, and if you don't go to therapy, you probably won't. If you don't surround yourself with, mm-hmm. with people who are positive, who are going to pull out mm-hmm. of you what they see in yeah. you, you probably won't get to the, the point of courage, yeah. the point of being able to prepare and plan so that one thing that I wrote about in my book is that I plan for distractions. Mm-hmm. You know, I plan for things that will come in my way. You know, now I didn't learn to plan for that until distractions started happening in my mm-hmm. life and was throwing me off. Mm-hmm. But now I'm like, okay, I know this. For me right now, insurance is a big distraction. It's a big funky tail distraction mm-hmm. in my day. Mm-hmm. I've planned for it by insurance. It just doesn't work for me, you know. Yeah. So we, but I think we have to make sure that we can misdoubt, mm-hmm. you know, because we can be disappointed and probably come back from right. that. We can be depressed and come back from that. We can mm-hmm. be distracted and come. But if we encounter doubt, is what, what I was hearing you say is, man, it's hard to get my mojo back mm-hmm. after that. I can't get back mm-hmm. because I have lost that trust mm-hmm. that you talked about earlier in myself. Yeah, I, I, one one viewer that, that really makes sense talking denial. Yeah, yeah. living the truth. You know, some people are so caught up in worldly, worldly things that's in, in TV, reality TV, that they're really not living in the truth. They're denial about what's really mm-hmm. taking place mm-hmm. in their life right now. Yeah. Staying true to yourself. They are and not real. Staying true to yourself. Just tell the truth about it. I'm going to tell you what I'm talking about myself. I I, I got some stuff. And and I will tell you, but the most uh, liberating liberating thing is to just let up. 
because none of us are perfect. We all screwed up. We all took an L. And still we are. And still we are. And we are. Right. So you know, when you live your truth and you you are are not in denial because a lot of people put a mask on and part of the part of it is you put this mask on for people to see, then you're embarrassed when it's not, you know, when it comes, you know, you know the real thing. The real thing comes but it's out. very exhausting to keep up. It is. So mm-hmm. when you can just say you know especially especially yeah. When you can just kind of, kind of, even when it's when it's your village, your people, mm-hmm. you say, I just can't. I'm, yeah. I'm just a mix. Yeah, and you can admit that, and then from there you can move forward. But when you're trying to put that denial and and you put that facade up for everybody to see, you know, Facebook and Instagram has you like yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. 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 be my thing because I'll be ready to get my class off. But <laughs> the the thing <laughs> y'all all my clients know me well they if they listen to this they know I'm just me but it's how long can you even live in that faithness. Yeah. Like it drives you crazy. It, it drives people it is very hard. Overwhelms yeah. like you. What's her name? China? Black China? Oh, she wants to see. go by her Government uh, name Angela. She put on this. She had for yeah. yeah. She had from physical. Yeah. How long can you deny who you are? Who you, are? you know, how long can you hide in this? You know, in these roles that we put out mm-hmm. to society, to social media, to our circle. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know how much of it is your circle if they don't know it's not the real you. Either yeah. so for these people who are probably just around because it's something that they can gain from you, like it is okay. And, and I'm saying this to the masses. I said to myself, said to my clients, it's okay not to have a great day every day. Yeah. It's absolutely fine. You don't have to get on there and be like every single day is good. Yes, rainbows and those fake ass unicorns I talked about, and you know. All the, it because it's not it's not reality. Yeah. Now we strive to have way more better days. Yeah, way way more better days than bad days. But it's okay to be like Sherelle. I'm struggling today, and I yeah. think what most people know about me, I'll tell y'all. Me too. We went to a meeting at church the other day. Everybody was like, "Hey, how y'all doing?" I said, "Well, I've been better." They turn. I was like, "Whoa!" I'm like, "Well, I'm telling y'all, the truth. don't ask me." Oh, yeah. I get on them sessions and clients be like, "How you doing? Like, you want therapy today, or do you want to give me therapy?" Mm-hmm. Don't ask me how I'm doing because I'm gonna tell you, you know. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think that those are three really, really yeah. good ones, and I may double back and do something because I think they have real staying power. And when mm-hmm. I say staying, those are things that can stick around. Yeah. Yeah. We can learn how to deal with depression. Yeah. I can learn how to talk about my feelings mm-hmm. to help me with the D. But when we get just, 
Anything can cause a distraction. Sometimes my dogs are a distraction. Yeah. Oh, I can be doing work and I'm like, oh, this house needs to be cleaned up. Yeah. Anything, anything. Anything can cause disappointment. And disappointment, I, I talked about this a few years ago when I did a conference. <laughs> it makes you yeah. stuck. It, 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 it like and I'm yeah. like I can't go forward I can't go backwards no, honestly no. and let's not even talk about and I think about the denial of who I am but also when I'm denied things yeah that's like what you ooh that's that's, 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 that's I'm gonna put all, yeah. I'm gonna do the ABCs yeah. of yeah. all yeah. 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 I'm not just it's not a D but I'm thinking like it's, it's I feel true. rejected. Yeah. You know, yeah. say de rejection. You know how they are. De rejection. <laughs> de rejection. Yeah. That's it. De rejection. Yeah. That, that, yeah. Let me tell you, that's a whole other conversation. Oh my God, that is. We can talk yeah. about that one day. Yeah. Because yeah. rejection really in, in relationships, oh jobs, school, you know, friendships, oh just, you know, Something that I'm learning more about people's own bodies rejecting them when you get sick and you right. can't do anything mm-hmm. to, right. to uh, rejection. Yeah. Like it's a heavy thing. And you know, it's something I deal I deal with often. Mm-hmm. I that that's a good one. Thank you for putting it on my radar. I was just thinking about that today. Uh it's my mom, it's the anniversary of my mom dying from oh. dementia two years. And I could remember Thank you for being with us today. I, oh, and I could remember she was a health fanatic. You know, she loved, you know, she was healthy, she loved exercise, she read books on it's just that, the whole holistic thing. Yeah. But I could remember when she kind of realized that her mind was failing her. And she started realizing that the the uh, all the things that go along with dementia was kind of starting when when we uh, the flood there was a flood and in 2016 and we were cleaning up the house and we, and we saw a journal and she started writing things about uh, feeling like she wasn't herself and feeling like she was losing little bits of herself and I when you read it you could you could feel that she felt her body was rejecting her, was, was just, you know, and I was like, wow, how hard is that to feel like, feel like that and not being able to do anything mm-hmm. right about it. Yeah. And that, that's a whole nother thing. Yes, yeah, that bought, that bought, uh, yeah. that's my, my mind. Yeah. So, and then we don't go. Inadequacy is the word mm-hmm. that you associate with mm-hmm. all of Mm-hmm. Those big words, especially mm-hmm. rejection, mm-hmm. Yeah. because then your mind goes to, "Am I not good enough?" And, I'm not good good enough. Enough. and yeah. how many of us think that multiple times? I may not think it every day, but I think it every week. Like, man, I, I, in things that I'm doing, I'm like, "Am I really good enough to do? Mm-hmm. Am I good enough to help these people?" When I know I'm going to get off this phone and call and vent to somebody about the the things, or you know, as therapists. Am I good enough to help these people in the midst of my own mess? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. am I good enough in mm-hmm. as a trainer mm-hmm. when I still have parts mm-hmm. of my body? Am right. I good enough with styling right. when right. hell sometimes I'm just throwing on whatever? Mm-hmm. Like, can I sell? How can I continue to sell mm-hmm. myself to do these things when I struggle? That's so, what yeah. all of these represents, though. If you feel like you're good enough. Yeah. yeah. If you think about yeah. it. Yeah. You think about yeah. it. That about is it. good. I yeah. didn't even get that. Mm-hmm. And here I here I put it together. Yeah. <laughs> if you, if you yeah. think about but it. knowing that no one's perfect and 
That's it. We got to remove that pressure of perfectionism. No one's
afternoon with me. I hope that not only, you know, that you gave something today, but I hope that you gained something um, today from this experience as well. And I tell you, I have gained a lot. I, I need to go journal tonight to, you know, let things seep in. So, y'all, I told y'all it was going to be worth the wait. I apologize. I'm sincerely sorry. I'm going to be back, be back next Tuesday with our regular um, bi-weekly schedule. So I won't skip a week because this is late. I'm going to stay on track. Um, but yeah, in the midst of everything, commit to doing something better for you because why? You're worth best case scenario. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the Think Yourself Crazy podcast. Listen, I need you to share, rate, and review. That's right, share, rate, and review. Before I let you go, allow me to leave you with this. If you're going to overthink, think intentionally. And as Philippians 4, 8 through 9 suggests, summing it up all, friends, I'd say you'll do best by filling your minds and meditating on things true, noble, reputable, authentic, compelling, gracious, the best, not the worst, the beautiful, not the ugly, things to praise, not things to curse. Put into practice what you learned from me, what you heard and saw and realized. Do that and God, who makes everything work together, will work you into his most excellent harmonies. Remember this, you too are worth best case scenario. Chat soon.